Hi everyone. Today's conversation is about emotions. I was talking to a friend yesterday and this kind of came up and I thought it was a great topic. I got into this conversation and I was like, wow, I need to make an episode about this. So we were talking about, I guess, therapy and how she says she's kind of scared of or she can't bring herself to to admit to herself or to like get therapy even though she she thinks she would benefit from it because she feels that in therapy she will have to face her emotions and facing her emotions is something that feels like too much to handle right now she says that she was saying something interesting about if she just keeps neglecting therapy, that it's easier for her to shut off those emotions and ignore them and shove them to the back of her head. Whereas if she were to say, okay, I'm going to do therapy, she wouldn't be able to do that. And that would add yet another layer of things that she stresses about or has to work through. And it was a very interesting thought to me because... I've always kind of had the opposite mindset and I've never, I didn't, I couldn't, I felt like I couldn't fully identify with that perhaps at some point in my life, but, but I've always been not afraid of my emotions. I've always been almost a masochist in a way where I want to feel even the deepest, darkest emotions. I'm very intense with my emotions very intense and I'm very sensitive and it wasn't necessarily something that I pushed away ever rather it was something that I wasn't very aware of so I didn't like categorize myself I didn't see myself as that because I just didn't pay much attention to myself but now I see it as something very powerful I've never like seen it as something super negative I just know it's very intense and I I guess I'm a little self-conscious about it when it comes to like talking to people or friends because I feel like maybe they'll think it's too much but that thought only is a fleeting one because then I I realize like no this is me and, and the closest people that I have to me are very accepting of it and they don't even think of it as too much or anything so I know that that's a, a useless thought careless thought for me to have so anyway um she said that she said that she you know she didn't want to take it because of that and I was like whoa that's interesting very interesting because like I said I've always kind of like been like oh this is I, I'm kind of feeling this and I I'm not loving the feeling what can I do to work through it let's do it and very proactive when it comes to that but it was a I started talking to her because I do think that therapy is something that you know you take when you're ready and I respect that and I understand that and not everybody is going to be ready to tackle it at a certain time I think that everyone can uh, benefit from it at any point of their life in their lives, but I understand that not everyone is prepared for it. And that's why I invited her to kind of listen to my perspective because 
I think that, not that I think that I'm like the best and have the best perspectives. It's just something that I, I, that I guess I'm more comfortable with and kind of sharing how I got to that or my perspective might help a bit. Just like we talked about something else after and she shared her perspective on something that she's a little more comfortable with and that I'm currently working on and it really helped. So she, it was like a gift. We received gifts from each other in that conversation and that's what I want to share here. Another little gift. So, so basically I told her I would like to invite you to see therapy in a different way. Perhaps like why, what does because I asked her, why why does therapy scare you? Like, what is what do you think is going to happen in therapy? Then we got to the root of that, and she said, well, I think then I'll have to face my fears or face my feelings, and I can't close them away. And I've always considered myself a not very emotional person, and I'm I've always considered myself pretty good at like not like not like holding like controlling my my emotions. And I was like, okay, and she was like. Maybe it was the way I was I was raised, but, you know, like... And then I was like, okay, interesting. Well, I was like, well, what if you separate therapy from your emotions? Like, separate the two in your mind for a second. Your emotions are going to be with you 24-7, regardless of you taking therapy or not. However long you decide to ignore them or push them to the back, they're still going to find a way to come back around and, and kind of make run laps around your mind, the forefront of your mind, and late at night or something like that, and they're going to happen. So sooner or later, you might find yourself in a point in your life where you're like, I, I need to work through this. I would like to work through this because now it's just becoming unhealthy. So I was like, why don't you entertain that idea I was like okay so now okay so now we, we we've separated you know therapy and emotions why do you think you hide your emotions why do you think you 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 like to keep them in the back of your mind why is it so scary for you to feel like to face those feelings that you're feeling why are you fearing your emotions and got her thinking and she said, well, I don't know. I'm, I, I don't know. I know it's okay. I think it's just because of the way I was raised that like, you know, you know, sometimes growing up you might be sensitive and they might, your parents might be like, why are you crying? Like, it's not a big deal. Like, stop crying or I'll give you a reason to cry. And I remember experiencing this and I still do. I'm very sensitive and sometimes I'll cry and my dad will be like, why are you crying? Why do you cry for everything? And I, that's a bit of an exaggeration. I don't cry for anything, like obviously, but I don't think most people, unless you're like, when you're really depressed, yeah, it can happen and it's happened. But usually, no, I usually have a motive to cry, you know, and it's valid. It's valid. Okay. But I was like, huh, interesting. Well, I, I said, I'm going to share a point of view, a perspective I've arrived, I arrived at a couple of a years back. Not because I feel like I was super scared of emotions, but 
I did feel a little bit of resistance. And I came up with, why do I think of certain emotions as good or bad? Why? And I said, does it have to do with my childhood? Certainly, probably. And then I thought, well, in society, generally speaking, we do connotate or some some feelings carry along with them negative connotations, negative or positive. And why is that? Then I said to her, for instance, why when, when we ask someone, how are you doing? And they're like, fine, I'm good. They're not sharing what they're feeling. They're just adding a positive or negative connotation to what they're feeling. And it's a way to generalize that. So if you say, good, I'm fine, thank you, you you right away assume, oh, they're happy, they're having a good day, their day is going well. And you associate all these positive things with it, positive feelings, positive emotions. Someone says, not so good, I'm mm, a little meh. You're like, oh, they're sad. All of a sudden, you know, we categorize, like, we, we put all these emotions in that negative category when sometimes I'm like, it would be so much cooler if as a society, how are you doing? Oh, I'm really happy today. It's been a great day or, or not even it's been a great day, but you know, I'm really happy today. I've got some good news. I'm really feeling ecstatic. Or, oh, I'm a little bit nervous. I have this interview and I am a little bit nervous, but I'm going to try my best. Or, how are you doing? You know, today I'm feeling a bit sad because X, Y, and Z. And just kind of being more expressive. It would be beautiful if we could be a little more expressive about our emotions, but we tend to just push everything back and be like, if you're having a bad day sometimes too, you'll just be like, I'm having a good day. I'm great. Push to the back. Push all the feelings to the back. Having a bad day, good. Not okay. Goodbye. Kind of thing. You know, everyone's always trying to rush past the emotions instead of working through them. Also, when you're young and you're growing up, your parents will usually be like, well, what? how are you? And then you'll be like, or or you'll, you'll start crying because you were sad about something or, you know, and they'll be like, why are you crying? Don't cry. You're making such a noise good kids don't cry that kind of stuff and and so right away as a child you you start to attach oh crying bad crying bad oh I'm smiling and I'm calm and I'm relaxed and I'm happy good good you know oh you've been such a good child like good so you start getting conditioned by society, by your parents, and I'm not blaming your parents, you know, it's society's condition, it's the way it is, they've been conditioned in the same way, and whatever is the most pleasant feeling to have, you're being pleasant, you're not being uh, annoying, you're not being a problem, quote-unquote, and so you grow on, grow up thinking, oh, if I'm happy, I'm pleasant, if I'm not happy, I, I can't tell people I'm not happy, I'm going to burden them, I have to just say I'm good and carry on, and and hide and, and, you know, I don't even like myself when I'm sad and stuff type of mentality, you know, uh, so I'm having a bad day, but I don't even like to say to myself or admit to myself that I'm having a bad day. I'm going to, I'm going to 
put that in the back, shove it to the back of my head and just carry on. But that's just, it's not, it's like, um, let's see, like a hose. Like you would just keep, or like an artery, I guess. Like you're just adding that cholesterol. <laughs> and you're not letting the blood flow through, the emotions just flow through. And so they eventually will probably clog up and burst. And that's what happens with emotions. And so I was like, well, what if... I don't attach. What if I see emotions in a new light? What if I recognize that emotions are free-flowing? That emotions are simply emotions that should be had, that are an experience, that are part of the human experience, and that they are not negative or positive. They just are. And even more than that, they're indicators. They indicate and inform you as to what's going on and, and to help your intuition understand, like, where should I go next? If you really, like, let them flow, I think you can see them better, observe them better, and have, a, like, more clarity. For instance, if you let them flow and you're feeling sad and you're like, well, I don't know if I love feeling this way, and then you realize, well, what's making me sad? You know, and then, like for instance, if you are with a, you have, like you're in a relationship with a friend, like a friendship, and all of a sudden your friend didn't, you felt like they ignored you or your partner or whatever, so you're kind of sad. If you are scared of facing that sad emotion, I mean, if you tell any of your girlfriends, they'll probably be like, you know, if you ignored you, you ignore them too. Just be mad because you don't want to be sad. Sad is like a weak emotion. Why are you sad? Just be mad and ignore him and do the same thing. Give him the same energy. So then you clog that emotion up. You don't even listen to it. You don't even pay attention to it. It's gone. Well, not gone. It's still there. But you've, you've covered it up and you're like, you know what? Now I'm going to be mad. I choose to be mad because I, I can control my emotion that way. So then you choose to be mad. And then it just makes things worse. And then you just, you know, as opposed to, I'm sad, you should be mad. No, I, but I'm sad. Like, this is what I'm feeling naturally. What can I do about it? Well, let me feel it. Okay, I recognize it. Okay. Hey, um, send a little message. Um, I'm a little bit sad because I feel like you ignored me. Was that your intention? There we go. We solved something a little more directly communication flowed a little better straight to the point they can you know then you react accordingly I suppose but it's that type of thing oh you know what like I really this really made me feel special and I feel really happy to have you in my life and I really appreciate you instead of just kind of you know bottling it up and I don't know, like, it's really important for me, I think, to express emotions, and I would love to see more people expressing, because like I said, I'm very, I've gotten to the point where I, I can do that, I feel, because I just, I've gotten so comfortable with emotions, and I remember telling a friend this once, where I was like, but I like emotions, I want to feel all the intense lows, and all the intense highs, and, uh, like, even if you're going through heartbreak, like when I was going through a massive heartbreak I, for the first time, I was like, 
this is like painful, but at the same time, I was like observing myself and I was like, wow, but I'm so grateful to get to experience this because it's part of the human experience. Emotions are on this like spectrum, I think. I think that um, Heinz said this in a podcast. He said, I think there are emotions and feelings that we haven't yet named or found. Like, I think we continually will find more. And I think, yeah, I think that emotions are on this spectrum. And I want on this, like, gamma of uh, of uh, emotions, and I want to feel them all, you know. I'm ambitious in that sense. I want to feel it all. I want the full human experience. And in moments like that where I'm feeling intense pain, it sucks. But I allow myself to feel it, and I want to feel it fully. Because in some way, it makes me feel, like grateful that I'm feeling that, that I get to experience such intense feeling. It makes me feel alive. It makes me feel human. It makes me feel like I am more connected to humanity, like I can empathize more. And how beautiful it is for people to stretch their capacity to for empathy, their ability to empathize with others. I think that if if there were more empathy or people would cultivate empathy in themselves, that the world would be a bit more understanding, a bit more calmer, a bit more peaceful, a bit more united. Because we all are able to experience, we all are humans, we all go through similar pains and similar happies. We are not exempt from any type of feeling. And so allowing yourself to feel something deeply is just going to increase that empathy and make you feel more connected to your neighbor. And that is beautiful. That is really beautiful because we're not alone. And I think bottling up things makes us feel very alone. And that's an illusion. We're not alone. We are all in the same experience. And why fear emotions is what I ask you. Why fear is what I ask you and what I ask myself because emotions are temporary. We are temporary. The only, if, if life were a timeline, the start point would be birth, the end point would be death. I'd hate to get a little morbid maybe, but it's the truth. Everything in between is just a transition. Our lives are a transition. If we were essays, the intro paragraph would be birth, the middle paragraph the transition paragraph would just be a transition and the last paragraph would be our death. We are a transition and everything is ephemeral, ephemeral, whatever. <laughs> but we are transitions, everything is temporary. Why fear the temporary? Enjoy it, embrace it, feel your feelings. That can be the first step if you feel like you're in a place where you really do need therapy, you need help, or you know that you could benefit, but you're too scared maybe to to admit that to yourself, or it makes you feel things that you don't like, then just re-examine maybe the way you perceive emotions and your feelings, and maybe start by that, kind of questioning the way that you believe your beliefs on feelings and emotions and and maybe try practicing seeing it from different points of view seeing emotions from different points of views because i think that if you get more comfortable with your emotions you're able to express more you're then able to 
help yourself a little bit better to gain tools that will help you and I don't know I think it can be very helpful which is why I am very passionate about sharing this especially this episode of emotions emotions I just I love emotions I mean yes like I said I have really intense good days really intense bad days I sometimes I don't I'm not enjoying the emotion in the moment but there's always a thing in the back of my head saying like this is okay let yourself feel this is okay another voice in the back of my head kind of excited that I get to feel something new it gets scary when I feel numb when I feel like I'm not feeling anything it's scarier when I feel like I am shutting feelings down that's when I get scared because I feel clogged and that's feels heavier on me it's like I've always been with emotions I've always been like a roller coaster uh if you like roller coasters, maybe you'll relate. If not, think of something that you really like to do but scares you. Uh, roller coasters, I love them. The first time I went on one, though, I cried so much. I was so scared. So scared. But then I didn't go on it again. And I remember when I left the theme park, I was at Disneyland. It was Space Mountain. <laughs> it was not that bad, but I was small. Okay. I remember uh, when I left, I regretted. I, ha- I was filled with regret on the fact that I didn't go on it again and it actually was kind of fun I was just thrown into the unknown I didn't know I was going on a roller coaster everything was dark like I was like whoa what like I was scared but then after I was like whoa this was really cool actually why why was I crying and why didn't I go again and then I realized that the the weight of regret was heavier for me than than trying to go on it again and the feeling I got after of like I did it and so I vowed to never fear a roller coaster again. And that's something I love now. But I still fear, not fear, but I get all this anxiety when I'm going to go on a roller coaster. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh, do I really want to do this? Do I? But I know I do. It's just, I know I've accepted that as part of the process. And then I make the decision to go and then it's like amazing and I enjoy it and I love it. And that's what emotions are kind of like for me. Like, yes, sometimes I, I still get that anxiety of like, no, but I, this, uh, I don't want, but then I let myself feel it. And then it's, I work through it and everything I realize is okay. Or if it's not, it will be because emotions are temporary. So why fear emotions? You know? felt like I was going to say something else in regards to emotions, but I can't remember. So we might have to end this here. I think this is my longest podcast up to date, but yeah, don't fear emotions or try to work on that perspective. You know, I, that's what I shared with her. And then she shared something with overthinking with me because I'm, that's something I'm working on, shutting that little voice, shutting that little voice that sometimes will just continue to overthink and overthink and overthink and, and it's just sucking me out of the moment, irrational little voice, and being able to understand when it's okay or when I, I need to be like, not right now, 
let's save it for later. And in the same way, you might have a little voice telling you, like, no, you can't feel this, you can't feel this. And learning to be like, ah, identifying it. Ah, I hear that little voice, I hear you. Not right now. I'm going to feel this emotion. And just practicing. I said, you can practice that and I can practice the other. And and it's just a way to practice within ourselves. Being aware, being self-aware, identifying thought patterns. And having patience and not and perseverance. Don't give up if you you know you try and then you're like, oh, but I'm back in square one. No, like keep trying. It gets easier with time. And yeah, like I said, I invite you to open up yourself to emotions and to erase, detach that negative or positive connotation to feelings and think of them in a different way. I know there are books, whole books on this type of thing. But yeah, and if you are somebody that has always felt like they never have any like stigma around emotions, like they just are welcome emotions, a very emotional person, feels like a warrior that goes straight towards those emotions and tries to figure out like, oh, what is this emotion trying to tell me? What should I, you know, how should I steer? Then I invite you to share with other friends to, to be more expressive, to continue to be expressive, to not shy shy away from it because it really makes a difference. Like I think that when I have conversations like this with my friends, especially that are less or are more a little bit sensitive about emotions or a little more um, that shy away a little more from their emotions more reserved that I, I can see them kind of either opening up or beginning to kind of you know like plant a seed in that sense and um, I think it's really important to have more of these conversations with friends so do it yeah okay well it's been a good time I've had with y'all right now today. It's been a really productive conversation. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you have a good conversation with yourself today. And brownie points as always, if you have a conversation with somebody else. That being said, you guys have a great rest of your day and goodbye. I'm out.